Hey, this is Laura. And Stephen. And this is our podcast, Midday Musings, where we take our lunch break to talk about the things that are on our mind. Today, we are continuing our first date theme and asking each other the best first date questions according to different sources on the web. Come and join us. Hey there, Stephen. Hey, Laura. How's, How's it going? I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. Oh, it's like Who, who's, oh, oh, two, the Spider-Man. Two Spider-Man pointing Spider-Man at each other. Two pointing at each other. No, no, after, after you. After you. After you. Okay. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little sleepy, mm. but also feeling good. Feeling pretty good. Feeling emotionally satiated. Ooh. Satiated? I'm feeling emotionally satisfied. That's, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's That's yeah. a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah, oh, how about that's, like, that's like a warm bowl of soup on a cold day. Oh, I know. It's like a big stew. You know? <laughs> mm, mm. Anyway, yeah. how are you doing? I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like I'm in the groove yeah, of nice. January now. Maybe I feel like I'm back in the groove because I feel like I have a war to wage right now. <laughs> and it's against other people in my gym parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm getting things accomplished. And nice. the year has dawned well. Goodly. 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 The, the year, a goodly year. The year has been goodly and kind and right. That's mm. always good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing this podcast with you. I have many things to ask you. You have many things to ask me? Again, so many questions. Don't you know we get tired of answering all these questions? Oh, I am confident you love answering questions. I only have so many pieces of energy today. My energy meter is... Is actually my energy meter is pretty good. Go ahead, ask your questions. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I okay, love it. so I thought that we would keep up the first date theme that we've Ooh. had for the last two episodes. So yeah. I went online and I was like, "Hey, friends, what are some good first date questions?" And so I've got some. Would you like to be asked some first date questions? I would. A decade into this relationship, I would love to because I have to be honest. One of the things I know I was never good at was the types of things to say or questions to ask on a first date or even any date situation. I asked the most obtuse things and said the most obtuse things Mm. akin to like, we're at a restaurant. Will you eat Karina or whatever Uh the date's name happened to be? So yeah, just very awkward questions. So I would would love to hear more about this. I want to learn how I could have done this better. Absolutely. And now you'll know. Actually, how was your dating experience? Like, I feel like I never really went on many first dates. I would always just get to know someone in a group of people in some form of community. And then over time, you would just sort of fall into love. You know, I I didn't go on a lot of what I'd call first dates. Mm-hmm. The ones that I did go on were mostly from online dating, which was actually a thing in its infancy. OkCupid was a thing. That oh, no, I vividly remember OkCupid. Mm-hmm. They also had plenty of fish. Match.com. Uh, Match.com. E-harmony. eHarmony. And then they nicheified into like Christian Mingle and J-Date and something farmers. Never forget farmers only. Farmers only. Farmers only. I actually love that as an idea. Like just, just nicheifying your, your like dating pools. Yeah. Because yeah. if you work on a farm, 
absolutely, you want another farmer. Well, your schedule is going to be pretty different. You're going to be up at the sunrise mm -hmm. and you're going to be kind of busy, right? And you're going to have cow issues. And what, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if that person you date ends up being someone you could potentially have work with you on your farm? More you know? hands make less work. Right? Maybe you merge your farms. Maybe now this is a business opportunity for a merger of two good farms into one better farm. Ooh, yeah. It'll be like the Middle Ages where everyone is just like consolidating land and power. <laughs> right. But yeah, to answer your question about first dates, they went fine. Honestly, all of my first date experiences from online matchmaking things, were, they never amounted to anything, really. Most of the time it was, we agree we should just be friends, right? And we said, yes. It was never one-sided. It was always, yeah, we should be friends. Uh -huh. This is, no, there's nothing here. <laughs> so, fine. But I, I feel like my dating experience coming out of mutual friend groups mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, that was fun. Although they never really felt like first dates. They were more like, hey, let's hang out in a casual experience. And then all of a sudden, oh, things are happening. And that's kind of what the dates were. They were never yeah. officially, often they weren't officially dates. Yeah, yeah. That's my move too. Yeah, yeah. So how is that how your dating experience oh, was? Oh, yeah, first yeah. Dates? Um, everyone I've ever dated came out of another group mm -hmm. that I was part of. And you get to know each other in this low pressure environment and you discover that like there's chemistry, you like yeah. each other, you get along well, and then you start hanging out individually and it very rapidly becomes a relationship. Because you kind of know off the bat if there's chemistry, whether it's one-sided, whether it's two-sided, you get the feeling for it. Yeah. And that's, I think, part of my fascination with first dates because it's never the way I moved. Mm -hmm. So it's like another land, yeah. another exotic place where people do things very differently. And I would love to open with... Yes, yes. It's a classic. It's not the top question, but it's a classic. What are you looking for? What a... <laughs> that would stump me for some reason. No, okay, so... It this... probably stumped you because you're not on a date right now. No, but this is a great question you're to ask. You're on a lunch break. Here's the thing. That okay. is a great question to ask, both as a first date, but also if the person you're you're on a first date with might be on the verge of a nervous breakdown, that's a great question to ask them because you know what they're gonna answer? I don't know, I don't I, know. And then proceeds uh, to fall into a puddle. What I like about this question is it's also something that a customer service professional could ask you while you're in Target. Oh yeah, yeah, or if you're in like a fancy store and they're, they offer bespoke items like, what are you looking for? What sort of, what's what's your, your thing you're looking for? What's your vibe? What's your experience yeah. that you wanna curate your costume for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. What are you looking for is a, is a very open-ended question, which threw me off. Mm -hmm. But in a dating session, I think that would be helpful because it allows you to say, I'm looking for marriage right now. First marriage, second marriage, whatever. I'm looking to keep it casual. I'm looking for someone to hang out with. I don't have a lot of free time. You seem cool. Do you want to have kids? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just get down to the point. I like it a lot as a question, although it really did throw me off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see that you're still avoiding answering the question, which is fun and interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I can have some mystery. <laughs> You don't know what I'm looking for. Well, the thing is, I don't know what I'm looking for. That's the problem. I know my answer to this question in a dating context. I think I even mentioned this to you at the beginning of us seeing each other. In dating, what I'm looking for is an activity partner. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I like to do stuff and I like 
having someone there with me that I'm dating. Yeah. I like a plus one. I think that probably sounds unromantic, but I assure you it is because of the places I will take you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they will be, oh, the places you will go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're quite romantic and myriad. Yeah. That's what I looked for in dating. I guess my love language is shared activities or quality time. Mm, mm, mm. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you looked for from your dating experiences? What did I look for from my dating experiences? I'm trying to think. What I did think I... I'm beginning to understand why your first dates went badly. <laughs> because I didn't know what I was looking for. Here's the thing. If I wanted to date someone and ask them out on a first date, usually I'm just looking to see if they're actually interested or they're like, we'll see what happens. What I'm looking for is someone who has genuine interest and is going to be open about that. Someone mm. who's not looking to play games. Someone oh, who's okay. someone who is either interested or not interested, who knows what they want, mm -hmm. and someone who won't keep you in the middle. Someone with clearly defined wants and asks. You're looking for clarity. I'm looking for clarity. That is what I'm looking for in, in a dating experience. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, what is this about for you? And then I can know whether or not to invest any effort into it or not. Because <laughs> if you're like, I don't know, I'm just looking to kill two hours, then all right, taxi. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because as a guy, my experience dating was that oftentimes girls or women would they would go on a date, but to see if they were interested, not because yes. they were, but to see if they were interested, you know, so they wanted to dip a toe in the water and see if the experience might change their mind. Clearly they were neutral from the get-go. I wasn't looking for people who were neutral from the get-go mm -hmm. because I only honestly really approach people that I was like, this person, yes, they're amazing. Yeah, you're not neutral when you yeah. ask someone out. Yeah. Everything about them, I want to know more. I'm not mm -hmm. neutral. Yeah. Someone that had clarity about their level of desired engagement in this experience. Yeah, no, valid, yeah. fair. And I know that the male side of dating is very different than the female side oh, of dating, different. at least in, in our Western society. Second question. Yeah. What are you passionate about? Oh, that I could answer all yeah, day. What yeah. What am I passionate about? I am passionate about passion. <laughs> I am passionate about the act of passion, the art of passion. I'm passionate about the human experience. I'm mm. passionate about self-development, professional development, mm. emotional, mental development. I'm passionate about becoming bigger than yourself and mm. other people who are also interested in becoming bigger than they currently are. Bigger or more advanced or more developed or more complex than they currently are. I'm passionate about my obsessions, which is self-development, growth, and love i i guess it sounds cheesy but i'm passionate about love yeah you are yeah you are a deep romantic i really appreciate that about yeah. you thank you and what about you what, what are you passionate about oh steven so much <laughs> <laughs> history art cats learning as much as humanly possible and discovering a way to live forever <laughs> those are my passions <laughs> nice yes and also love yeah yeah i don't really know what to do with something if I don't love it? How do I interact with a thing that I don't love? Oh, yeah. I just leave it alone, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's someone else's. That's someone yeah, else's that's thing. Someone else loves this. Yeah. Enjoy. Someone should love this. And if I don't, I should probably let it go. Yeah. I think everything should be loved. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Like, even the items in my house, I would say that I have a loving relationship with. Which is why that's what was important to me in a first date environment is someone who is willing to potentially love or who is interested because if there isn't anything there, go elsewhere. We're wasting each other's time. Yeah, yeah. totally. So I have another one yes. that I actually quite like. Ooh. Tell me about your friends. Tell me about your friends. What? Tell me about your friends. Yeah. That's oh, a that's... good soft entree into like, what is your world? Yeah. And it also lets you know if there's any red flags or mm -hmm. it lets you know what kind of people this person is into and whether or not you might get along with those friends or not. Maybe it's like, oh, I love hiking and these friends also love to hike every weekend. This is cool. I could hang out with this person and their friends. What are your friends like? My friends are often nerdy, athletic and deeply emotional yeah <laughs> deeply emotional and often loyal mm. yeah i've got some friends from college who we still stay in touch and still speak very very highly of me as i speak very highly of them it's fun because even if we haven't seen each other that much over the years there's still like that sense of loyalty and to each other you know mm. not not one-sided it's never one-sided loyalty it's just we will support each other and protect each other's interests even over the years. That's what my friends are like. They're yeah. good people. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like hanging out with people who, even though I do sometimes like associating with mean people, they can be mean, but good. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, nice mm -hmm. and good are not the same thing. They don't have to be nice to be good people. But if they're mean and bad, ooh, uh, mm -mm. No, oh I'm... no, that's, that's, that's bad news. <laughs> yeah. But they can definitely be mean and good. I think oftentimes mm, yeah. my friends are a little spicy, <laughs> but good people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What are your friends like? My friends are also deep nerds. Mm. I, I love people who are extremely passionate about something and go so deep into it and are sort of like, I guess the right word is dilettante experts. Mm. So like they're not official experts in a thing, although sometimes they are, but they will have studied something so intensely that they've become an armchair expert <laughs> yeah. on something. And I love that they can bring information to me. So they're nerdy and they know stuff and they're really interested in things yeah. and they share those things. And I really love a stubborn person. A lot of my <laughs> friends are really hard-nosed. They do things the way they want to do them, and you cannot tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. And they really focusedly pursue their own interests, mm -hmm. which is, to me, that, that vibes as strength. Mm -hmm. I, I see stubbornness as a form of strength. And I like strong personalities. So nerdy, strong personalities. This is common with nerds, but people who are comfortable with the fact that I'll occasionally drop off the map yeah. and they'll occasionally drop off the map and we can come back and be like, hey girl, what'd you learn? Yeah. That's what I like. So self-sufficient, confident in the connection. Yeah. And you said stubborn, but I think when stubbornness is turned towards an objective, I call that persistence. Maybe. Self-possessed, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Yeah, so people who are self-possessed. I like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of my friends are very real forces of nature, and uh, oh, yeah. I admire that yeah, we so just, much. We, I won't name names, but we literally just saw a friend of yours on a commercial oh, yeah, a minute yeah. ago. We're like, oh, you know that person from a place from back in the day, yeah. and that's not the first time that's happened. No, no, I regularly <laughs> see people I... Yeah. Oh, one thing I'll say, now that you've said yours, people who know a lot about something or a mm. couple things, those are often people that I befriend because... I am a bit of a generalist. I know a little bit about a lot of things. And so I love catching people who 
are really knowledgeable about a few topics, whether mm-hmm. it's food science or Ooh, whether yeah. it's data science or whether it's AI or whether it's escape rooms or whether it's cloud engineering or, or whether cyber it's security. Or cybersecurity. Yeah, exactly. Cybersecurity or history mm-hmm. or environmentalism. I like people that really get passionate about a thing and just become walking encyclopedias. So in that case, I totally relate with what you were saying about your type of friend that you oh, connect absolutely. with. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Another question. Oh, yes. Tell me. What do you like to read? What do I like to read? A combination of self-development nonfiction mm-hmm. combined with grim dark fantasy mm-hmm. and actually turn of the century sci-fi. Like I like Dude. Asimov. I, I, not just turn of the century, but older sci-fi. Like 20th century sci-fi, I think. 20th is what century you're sci-fi, to. yeah. Asimov and George Orwell. But those are the kind of things I like to I like to read. One book that really, really struck me hard mm-hmm. last year, and you're familiar with it. The Poppy Wars, oh, the yeah. three book series by R.F. Kuang. 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 I think it's Kuang, technically, because okay. it's Chinese. Uh, my gosh, such a, such a well-informed book. I haven't listened to the audiobook recently enough to speak to it, but it really impacted and imprinted on me. It has like a enemies to friends to lovers trope. It has supernatural magic and also war just constant war yeah and consequences oh my gosh my friends anyway i i could speak for a lot of time on that book if i had prepared but yeah those are the those are the kind of things i like to read what what do you like to read i really like to read 20th century literary fiction and sci-fi and 21st century YA. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the 21st century YA novels got really good. People credit John Green with the creation of literary YA novels. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if that's true, but we have gotten some really great work this century from the young adult field, and I'm, I'm so excited for it, particularly because it is dominated by women. Yeah. So, like, that's a win. Suzanne uh, Collins. Oh, oh. I'm such a fangirl for Susan Collins. Yeah. The Divergent series. Mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like historical and sociocultural nonfiction. Mm. You know, I like those too. I read a book called Prisoners of Geography once, which really Mm. just stuck with me. It was a nonfiction book about how the actual topography of the world informed how people of the world interacted with other people of the world and it was fascinating oh yeah yeah yeah. there's a really classic nonfiction book called guns germs and steel and it's basically the idea of prisoners of geography but it's specifically focused on europe and why the europeans have been able to be such a prominent demographic group over the last 500 years. Nice, nice. I have to pick that up. I've, I've heard about it forever, but I've never actually gotten around to picking it up. Yeah, I think at this point, there's like some counter arguments and a more nuanced... Pick it up anyway. It's a classic. Who cares? We, we've been arguing about books for centuries and we'll continue to do it. Oh, absolutely. Quick sidebar. We're at time. I'm happy to keep going. I'd love to get through the rest of the list. This is good stuff. Oh, the rest, the list is so long. Oh, it is? I'll give you one more. How about that? Okay, I love it. One more. Yes. What are your goals? What are my goals? What are my goals? Isn't that a hardcore first date question? I wish that I'd known to ask, that I could ask a question like that going into it. 
I remember when a friend of mine asked that on a vacation setting, they said, what are your goals for this vacation? And I said, I love that question. I love that question. <laughs> I wish more people asked that in general. Oh, you know, yes. I think that's a great question to ask <laughs> and to be asked because if you don't know, that says something and it gives you a chance to think about it. Yeah. So what are your goals? Well, well, well. <laughs> my goal this year is to, for 2024, is to hit a sub 19 minute 5k by the end of the year. That's Very one cool. That's one goal I have. Another goal, professionally speaking, to ascend in my personal field. Yeah, get to the next level in that personal field. And uh, my third goal, which I just thought of, is building a business outside of the nine to five mm. that actually starts producing a revenue. For sure. It could be $5 a month. Fine. Any, uh -huh. any amount of revenue shows that it is getting traction, it's getting an audience. Yeah, that's $60 getting... a year. That's nothing to sneeze at. That is nothing to sneeze at. So yeah. those, those are my goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Okay. So my broad goals are achieve financial independence, make art forever, mm -hmm. live forever. I love, <laughs> I love that one. We're, we're going to see how well that one works out. Oh yeah. And visit a whole list of places in Eastern Europe mm -hmm. because I'm interested in their history. And I've only been in Western and Northern Europe. Nice. Nice. I love that for me, it was, what am I doing for this year? And you're like, what am I doing for my life? And those are those are great goals, honestly, for a life. Oh, absolutely. Is it the living forever that got you? It really was <laughs> because that, that implies your life is just eternity. Well, yeah, <laughs> dude, I would love to have eternity to just explore and learn everything. Do you think one might get more lax about their goals if you did live forever because you just assume, well, I'm going to live another 500 to 1,000 years, so I can do this in 50 years. Do you think uh, maybe. there might be some procrastination element? It's hard to say. Probably. Without... I think it would depend on your personality. Yeah. But for me, if I was given 200 more years, I would get a lot more ambitious in my goals. <laughs> the only thing preventing me from having extremely ambitious goals is the fact that I feel like I only have 100 years on the earth. And I'm like, what can I really do with 100 years? And so I stack those goals. But if I had 500 years... I would be just tearing up the floorboards. <laughs> I would be doing way too much. No, enough. The right amount. The right amount, yeah. <laughs> yes. More time would make me more ambitious. Mm, thank you for sharing. That's, that's a great answer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a great way to end our lunch break then. I think it is. You know, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about questions to ask on a first date. And really, those are just questions that are good to ask yourself and ask people in your life. They're, they're really good conversational icebreakers that also just get you thinking. They right. have me thinking now, even though we just did this for fun, but now I'm about to go do some writing and figure out the answers to some of these questions. We find them. Well, maybe we do a part two and I'll give you more questions that you can answer and think about. Oh, I would love that. And listeners, let us know if there's anything you would like to hear more about. Do you want to hear more about first date questions? What are your goals? What what questions have you asked on a first date? What's a first date disaster experience that you'd like to share with us? Yeah. yeah. Keep up the interaction. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a review. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Absolutely. And as always, keep it spicy. <laughs> catch you on the next lunch break. As always, catch you on the next lunch break. Okay, bye. Bye.
This has been Steven. And Laura. Thanks for tuning into Midday Musings, the podcast where we talk about all the things on our mind. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and jump into the conversation in our polls and Q&As. We would love to hear from you. Catch you next lunch break. <laughs>